Welcome back to the Pitch Pod, everyone. I am your host, Jeff Stebbins. Join with me, as always, my co-host, Joe Janner. Joe, how are you doing this evening? Doing well, Jeff. As always, happy to be a part of the Pitch Pod. Looking forward to our view of our last week's match of the week and looking forward to what's going to be in the future. Yeah, absolutely. We will be discussing and making predictions for Emelec v. El Nacional for the Ecuadorian League. We will be looking at that, but first we have to revisit our prior video where we made predictions about the Bayern Munich v. BVV, BVB Dortmund matchup, which uh, ended up being an interesting game. And I, I definitely have some takeaways and some comments that um, I felt like, yeah, I just have to kind of express some of my frustrations while watching it. But Joe, why don't you kind of start us off and, and take us through what your initial um, thoughts are about that match? Sure. Well, first of all, the pitch pot is picking winners, getting the re- not quite nailed the result, but I think the both of us again saw Byron winning this one, and sure enough, they were victorious. I think you had one nil, and I think I had two nil, but far from that. When it got down to the bottom line, the result of four two, and if you're looking, falling by that time that it got early goal to go a relatively early goal to go up one nil, and then followed by a second and a third. By the time we're looking at the halftime, three nil, you're thinking it's all but done and dusted and over and then a few more goals within the second half but to finish 4-2 I think in that contest to win to get three points to put yourself back up on top Thomas Tuchel's back in got to feel pretty happy they got to feel pretty good about where they are and what they're doing that's going to probably add to their season momentum I mean I mean I don't want to go as far as picking the winner for the the league at this point but I think that result that win for Byron's got to propel them into feeling like they can go ahead and win this one yeah, that was a fun Bundesliga match. I, I really enjoyed watching it. All right, and Joe, I, I don't know. We haven't really talked about this, but Thomas Tuchel seems to be the man of the hour. So I was just kind of curious. Obviously, he's coached for several years and was at Chelsea previously. But just personally, are, are you kind of a fan of him as a, as a manager? I think he – like I mentioned in the last episode, I think that he's someone that's going to be – definitely on top of getting the most out of training in the sense of being able to get his players to have a clear understanding of what the system is, what they're looking to do, communicate that to implement that again within the training and to see it show up in the match. I think that's his MO, if you will. And I think that's one reason that most people in the the sport look to him as, you know, inspiring as a coach and a manager of a top notch club. So yes. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's kind of what I was thinking as well. He, and he seems to be the guy to come in and at least get them structured and through this season. Uh, I don't know how it's going to play out after that. But, um, yeah, it's it's got to be difficult for Bayern to lose their manager at this, this point in the season and then have a quick turnaround for Der Klassiker. And, um, but it seems like Thomas Tuchel is the man to lead them in the future. So that, that's going to be fun to watch. But going back to the match, Joe, that that first goal that Byron ended up scoring, it was actually called an own goal because the keeper completely kind of whiffed the ball and it just went into the goal. I don't know if you saw that. And to be fair, I it's it's my understanding that Cobol is coming back from an injury, so 
he's probably rusty, maybe not a hundred percent, but you can't have that obviously. Right. In in a game like this. Um, so yeah. Did you see that play by chance? Right. And, you know, you could, that would be probably letting them off the hook, if you will, to, to consider that any type of injury was, uh, was what led to that. Cause I think it's really in that goalkeeping position, so much of his mentality and the focus, and that was a, clearly a lack of focus on display there. You know, the ball over the top, you're, you're in a position where you can just let, judging the ball, judging the trajectory, judging the bounce could have easily just let it play into you and be able to handle the ball in the box. He made a decision to come up and try to clear it out outside completely misjudged the bounce and it's going and really not at this level, really a blunder in a sense of the goalkeeper. You just don't, you don't want to put yourself, your team in that type of position to make that type of mistake. And it's got to, got to have felt it there throughout and possibly, you know, what began Byron's ability to get something out of this. And they got to be feeling, okay, they, they, they gave us one. Okay. Let's go get a second and, and score more. So big time, Blunder, as I suggested there by the goalkeeper, not how you should or anybody looking at watching this would want to have a goalkeeper judge a ball and make a decision of, of how to play in that very instance. Yeah, yeah. And then I will say that later in the match, you know, if we give Koble one, you know, one excuse, you know, that he was injured and, you know, what have you. But later on in the game, there was another big crucial play where I felt like, his goalkeeping just wasn't up to par. He made a nice initial save, but instead of grabbing it or really punching it out, he just kind of pushed it in the field of play into the attacking team, and they had an easy goal. And so you either got to hang on to it or do something better in, in that scenario. So I kind of feel like those two goals could have been prevented and it would have been a closer matchup. And, you know, the pitch pod, we do predict wins. We, we did predict that one, but I did think that it would be closer and had the goalkeeper been um, playing as they should at that level, it would have been a much closer match. And that's always tough for any side at any level when it comes down to that. Because I think I would agree, looking in real time, you thought, okay, maybe he's probably in the right position, obviously. Got himself in the right position. That's one of the first objectives there. And read the ball but then made the decision to try to parry it off and just really push in, like you said, I mean, he didn't even get it pushed outside the six before the attacking player was able to easily play it first time in and strike to go to the goal. So I think, yes, definitely another goalkeeping error had it not happened. I mean, could have, would have, should in, in some sense, it could have, you know, would it have gone, would have been closer. Maybe Byron scored another way. They had plenty of other clear goal scoring chances, a couple taken away from offsides that I thought, wow, this is great attacking football in their sense. And they were creating chances regularly. You know, you look at the, Stats, you may not have thought that it was going to be a 4-2 result based on where you saw Dortmund's possession versus Bayern's and then, you know, still having enough chances and enough chances, shots on frame. We wouldn't have thought that. But, yeah, that, again, for Bayern to do what they needed to do to win, to put themselves back in the first place, it was a big game, a good, big result for them. Yeah, absolutely. Bayern was great on the counterattack, and they finished. They great runs. They they were there where, where they were supposed to be on the back post, making runs left and right. Mm -hmm. So Byron looked great offensively. Tuchel seems to be taking charge and, and organizing the team. Was there any player that stood out to you that you want to recognize before we jump ahead to the upcoming match? I think you have to go ahead and 
if we're going to talk about man of the match, or just recognize an individual performance. Bueller with his two goals, the brace in this one is probably the clearest pick for me is, you know, since that you get the second, you get the third, it, it just turns the goal, excuse me, turns the game around, turns it puts in a, a very difficult position for Bayern or for Dortmund to come back from. So his two goals, Mueller's for me is outstanding performance. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think I'm going to jump on that as well. I, I, other players played well, but if we have to pick a man of the match, I think you're right with that one. Uh, Mueller for sure. But looking ahead. Okay. We're talking Ecuador league here. We're talking Emelec v El Nacional. And this should be a fun matchup. It's a bit of a rivalry. We have Emelec, the, the team of Guayaquil, one of the teams of Guayaquil versus El Nacional, a team that's representative of the rural outsides um, and mountainous regions of Ecuador. So it's, it should be for a fun matchup. Emelec is sitting number one in the league. However, El Nacional is not too far behind him, just a couple spots removed. So it's going to be a fun one. It, obviously, it's at Emelec Stadium, so that's a big home field advantage. I've actually had the opportunity to go tour their stadium and their facility and was a big fan and really impressed with what I saw and um, their training grounds. It was everything was top notch and first class. So I was really impressed, but that brings us to the matchup here, Joe. So going into this, any initial thoughts? Well, as you suggested, it's a good rivalry. It's exciting to have the opportunity to look at another region of the world to get to and examine what's going on elsewhere, aside from what we've already addressed or what we do often address with the pitch pod and to hear that you had the opportunity to be there in person at the stadium. It's, it's, it's really an exciting venture to get into and look at this game. I mean, really where I'm at go either way. I think these are both two competitive teams that will show up Easter Sunday to, to play a competitive match. And it really could go either way for me. Yeah. I tell you what, um, Joe and I, we've been lucky enough to get a couple of press passes. So if, uh, if MLX offering some press passes, some, some free tickets, who knows, maybe we find ourselves down there this weekend. I don't know. Joe, are you available? If they make, yeah, Jeff, they give us a call where we're, you know, we're going to be where we're going to be, right? The pitch pod travels where the pitch pod needs to go. You got it. That's it. Well, yeah, I, I think it's going to be a great, a great matchup and it, it should be well contested. Um, but I, I think I'm ready to go ahead and make my prediction. Joe, are you ready for yours? Yes. With it being a home field or a home match for Emelec, you give them the nod, give them the advantage. I think El Nacional will be there, understanding where they are with what they need to do to, to compete within not only this match, but within the season. But it's one that is so competitive and so close. I, I have this going as a draw. I actually have been picking this one. 1-1 one, one draw. Okay. Okay. I, I could, I could see that playing out very easily. I could, I could totally see that. Um, I'm going to make my prediction, but before I do, we're going to hear from a citizen of Guayaquil, Ecuador, Denise Zapak, and she's going to go ahead and make her prediction. Hi everyone. I'm Denise Zapak from Guayaquil, Ecuador, and I'm from the Emelec team. My prediction is one zero Emelec will win, obviously. So, Suerte, Malek. 
Okay, thank you, Denise. We appreciate that, the, the local insight. We appreciate that. Thank you very much. And I know she is a uh, admittedly biased fan. She's a big fan of Imlec and Bombillo, but uh, that sounds like a pretty fair prediction to me. So thank you for that input. I'm going to go ahead and make my prediction. I'm going to, you know, I understand where Joe's coming from. I understand where Denise is coming from. I, I agree it's going to be a close match. But I'm going to go and I'm going to say MLX going to show up. Home field advantage, rivalry game. They need to stay on top of the league. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I think they're going to be ready for this one. I think they're going to come out, be ready to play. So I'm going to give the nod to Emelec, Bombillo, winning this 2-0. Okay. That, that would be favorable for those that are all in support and those that are following the league and Emelec there. So, I, you know, best of luck to everybody that's participating in the contest. Looking forward to see how this turns out, Jeff. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, sh it should be fun. I, I, I think it's going to be fun for everyone to watch this game. So we hope everyone enjoys. And if you like what we're doing, please support us by liking and subscribing. We can't wait to bring you more content, more EPL and uh, games around the world. We can't wait to cover that and um, give you our predictions. So thank you as always and keep pitching out there, everybody.